your marketing cues, I'm taking over. Hey guys, this is Valerie Van Boeven. Wow, I don't usually do this for my phone. Very cool. Mm, where should I look? Where should I look? Okay, I said I would be try to be with you every day, and I'm trying. Life gets in the way sometimes. So today, this is a quickie, but I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things. Um, well, uh, thing number one, customer service. I have had a really excellent experience with customer service, I'm so happy to say, in the last couple of weeks. Number one, after 13 years of living in the same home, we finally had our floors redone. We haven't ever done that, and it was a hassle and a half, but we did it, and we actually went through Lowe's. We didn't use anybody fancy. We just went there, picked out what we wanted, and the process with you know a couple of weird messages or hiccups, but nothing major, um, went very smoothly. And that's a big deal when you have three kids and two dogs and a household full of furniture for 13 years. It's a big deal to have your floors done. We had to take care of everything. It's like packing up to move, basically. So, got it done. It's all done. But in the interim, we also haven't changed our bed pretty much in 13 years. <laughs> so it was way overdue. So mom and dad got a new bed for Christmas and we splurged a little and did a sleep number bed. So as you can imagine, this is not something that I or my husband are going to do or put together by ourselves. So we ordered the bed and the customer service by sleep number was excellent. Everything went exactly as it should have. We had no problems at all. Uh, and I appreciated that so much because frankly, we've been sleeping on a blow up mattress for two weeks. We got rid of our big bed two weeks ago to get, you know, so that it would be easier for the floor installers and we, we knew we were going to replace it. So we've slept in a blow-up mattress and it's a bummer to sleep on a blow-up mattress. All done now, we have new floors and we have a new bed as of today. So finally, a good night's sleep. But I gotta say, the customer service through sleep number and through Lowe's both were very excellent and I couldn't be happier. So that made me think about customer service from a home care perspective or a senior care perspective. You know, when you enter in as a consumer into a contract for home care, this isn't like buying a bed or buying a new floor. As big of a hassle as that is and as big of a financial commitment as that is, you know, home care or senior care issues are a much bigger commitment emotionally, financially, it can be overwhelming. So when you are out there selling your home care services or whatever senior service you provide, assisted living, geriatric care management, whatever it is, as you're selling that service, do you know that what you're telling that person is going to happen really will happen? If you ever question that, please go back and talk to the people who are supposed to make those things happen. The operations, the process, getting someone a home health aid within four hours, or getting someone out to the house to do an assessment that same day. Are all of those things really happening once you sell that home care service? 
that family is so deeply dependent on you once you start down that road and they say yes and they sign on that dotted line. So please, if you are in home care sales, um, assisted living sales, or whatever it is you're doing, think about those families and what you've promised them and what you've talked about to them and try to make sure with everything you've got that those things actually happen. And I know we all assume they'll happen and we all want them to happen, but just put them at ease. If you say you're going to be there, be there. Um, so that's my customer service stuff. The other thing that's my um, that's on my mind about customer service is who is answering the phone in your office. So I have talked to a lot of folks um, about all of our processes we've been going through, uh, you know, with the house in the last couple of weeks, and I can say that there have been some stellar people on the phone, and there have been some bad people on the phone. So if you have an office staff that is your front line, that's the first human connection that someone may have with your home care agency, please get them some telephone training. Make sure they know how to answer the phone and they can be compassionate and they can uh, you know, understand that the person on the phone is overwhelmed and needs help. Please listen to those phone calls if you've never done that. Um, or you, know, you can have a track recorded line, you can do a lot of things. Listen to how that goes and make sure you know what it's like to call your home care agency or your assisted living facility um, when the time comes. Make sure you know what that sounds like. So um, that's another thing that I find on my mind a lot these days. Um, let's see, I have a couple of notes here. Oh, recruiting. So for everybody out there, recruiting gets harder and harder and harder every single year. I know this. And we've implemented some recruiting programs that may be helpful for you. And for some of you, it may be way too much. You don't, you don't need quite as much as what we offer, and that's okay. Um, but what I can just, I want you to remember this. No matter what recruiting service you use, no matter what you're doing, it's a numbers game. For whatever reason, we're dealing with a population of people who do not show up at their appointed time for their interview and their application. I can't speak to why that is. I don't know if that's a millennial thing. I don't know if that's just the nature of the caregiver thing. I don't know what it is. But I do know that you need more caregivers, especially those of you in the Sun Belt right now. This is your peak time and you have to be able to fulfill and take all those cases, so you're very busy. So the more caregivers you have raising their hand and saying, yes, I'm interested in a position with you, the better off you're gonna be. So it is a numbers game. Don't feel personally offended when people don't show up. Just know that the more people you have raise your hand from those ads, the more people you're gonna have actually showing up. The numbers game has changed. It used to be that you know, maybe 75% of the people that said, yes, I'm interested, would actually show up for that interview. Now we're down to 50%, 40%, 30% of those people showing up. So you just got to get more people out there, run more ads, you know, do more. Um, and in our program, that's what we're designed to do. We're designed to get the volume that you need so that you're getting those butts in the door to get those interviews done and to make those offers. So it really is a numbers game. You have to increase the volume of people raising their hand in order to increase the volume of people who actually show up for the interview. Okay. Oh, my last thing I want to say. Um, and as all of us are in the long-term care industry, basically, um, or have been at some point, 
You may be selling home care, you may own a home care agency, you may be an assisted living, nursing home, whatever the case. When you're in that business, when you're actually working in this industry and you see over and over again that people do not have the funds to afford your services, um, they have to go with Medicaid or they don't have long-term care insurance or they just don't have financially you know, they just don't, they're not capable of paying privately for some of the services that are out there. That, that reminds me to remind you that you are going to be in that same boat someday. So please plan ahead for long-term care. Get that long-term care insurance policy. Make sure you have money set aside. Make sure you have a life insurance policy to cover your burial expenses. Make sure you have a life insurance policy that can potentially be converted into emergency use for long-term care or that uh, you can do a life settlement with to help pay for your long-term care. Plan ahead, get something in place because now you see what's happening, you know down the road that it's gonna be your turn someday. And we all hope to live a long life. So please plan ahead, get those long-term care insurance policies in place. I've always been an advocate of long-term care insurance. I know it's expensive, but if you can do nothing else, think about life insurance. You may not need, or you may be at a point where your children are grown and you don't need life insurance, but if you can get life insurance and you can convert that into something to help pay for those long-term care needs, then that might be an option you to consider as well. So that's my soapbox and my two cents for the day. Uh, thanks everybody, and I'll be with you again Monday.